first? Who talks first? You talk first? I talk first. Back off, man. I'm a scientist. That's it, man. Game over, man. Game over. Welcome to the party, pal. Hey, come here. I got something good for you. Come on. Evan, what is up, sir, man? We, we, we're here, dude. Episode 91. We're almost to the century mark. It's hotter than Satan's asshole here in Chandler, Arizona, man. How are you doing, dude? I'm doing a lot better than I was, especially with the temperature-wise. The yard is healthy. You know what that means to me. Oh, yeah, a little man. Bit here. But the humidity is hit or miss, but I'm doing okay. But Dave, this is so on brand for us. We tell everyone three weeks ago, we're back to our normal schedule. We go, ahead and take an, we go ahead and take another week off. You know, we might as well. But yeah, here we are at episode 91, finally. But I'm doing great, Dave. And we got a lot of really cool things. I feel like we're in the middle of summer. So this is, I'm, I'd like to call this episode 91, the summer showcase, essentially, because we're yeah, be talking about a bunch of summery type things. And so the heat no pun intended, is going to be coming. So I'm excited about this, man. Price is Right showcasing, man. Absolutely. Did, was that your game show of choice when you were like, you know, you're, you're at home sick and, you know, you just want to like burn through six hours of game show TV? Were, were, were you a Price is Right guy? I was. That's a great question. I, I feel like Price is Right and Jeopardy are like the official grandma um, type. <laughs> Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, Wheel of Fortune. I was going to say, those are yeah. like the holy trinity of the game shows. But I'm trying to think, I, I guess Price of Right is probably the one because that's the time slot. You know, if you were home, there was that right around lunch, mid-morning show. Yeah. So it would be the Price is Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. F- throwing Family Feud there, too. I mean, there, there's... There's definitely uh, like a theme there for, for, for those types of shows, you know, for sure. And isn't it crazy it. that all those are still running, granted with different hosts, <laughs> but like all those shows, they're like so iconic to where everyone's like, you know what? This worked for 50,000 years. Let's just, Let's keep, just keep, it keep going. going. Let's yeah. keep going. Let's go. Yeah. What, what uh, Ryan Seacrest is taking over, you know, the wheel, right? Has he? That? Yeah. He's, he's taken okay. over for I know, um, like Pat Sajak. Pat, uh, stepped away. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so he, then, he's filling sh- those shoes. Okay, let's talk through this real quick. So oh. <laughs> Ryan Seacrest took over Wheel of Fortune. Ken yep. Jennings officially took Jeopardy after that debacle, Shit. right? Who, who, who's, oh, was he like the, the, the legendary the, main, the legendary champion, yeah. And then there yeah. was like all kinds yeah. of issues or whatever. And then they're like, okay. God, why, put- why that guy though? I guess because everyone knows he's the best host because he's the but smartest man ever. I don't that know. That makes that makes no sense. Uh, fucking Trebek wasn't, you know, the smartest guy ever. You, you, like you, I don't know. You, you I, need I someone that's a, a, a Mike guy. A Mike. Sure. Man, you know? And there's a cult following of this Ken Jennings dude. And so uh, after he wasn't picked, I think people just simps. Yeah, they they mutinied and to where they got what they wanted. So that took care of that. When Steve Harvey took Family Feud. And, and and he that's an improvement right there a hundred percent i mean Dude, I, he's we, the man when we went to destin for our anniversary, we rented this airbnb and some of the live tv i guess because hey you know here's your roku hulu player whatever and some of sure. the live tvs they had was just like 24 hours of family feud i was like put that bitch on we are definitely watching that forever it was the great background noise to fall asleep to it's the great hey we're going out so let the dogs have something to listen to it's perfect so yes steve harvey is great it's a hell of an upgrade for sure and uh yeah, so that that covers them all. Oh, and then Price is Right. Uh, Drew Carey still does Drew that. Drew Carey one, right? took that. Yeah, because Bob Barker yeah. um, 
handed over the reins to Drew Carey. Yeah. Oh wow, man. Yeah. So um, how about that fun trip down that. memory lane? Look at just, us. Just re- good for us for actually knowing the original host and the replacements. So there we go. Yeah. The two, less than two minutes in, and we're already like way off script. <laughs> yeah. So let, let's go ahead and get know, back to this. Let's follow our bullet points. We're we're definitely trying to stay true to our 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 podcast name here. You well, know, that's what we do. We find typical. the rabbits, we chase them, we shoot them, and then we eat them. That's what we do. And, and, and we go on eBay and you know buy a bunch of sideshow, you know, uh, hot toys, you know, whatever. That's just yep. that's there's that's no telling where we go after this, especially mm-hmm. like when you inspire me to be like, no, oh, maybe I should go check out this. Type of thing. You 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 should go get get some of those uh, um those Ewoks, those stuffed Ewoks. You should get the whole collection, Kevin. <laughs> Yeah, and if you guys don't know what we're talking about, please go back and look at the YouTube vlog of our trip to ICCC or just listen to last episode, episode 90, where I shame Dave for not having my back when I had his back and being a terrible influence. But here we are. I mean, it's a perfect transition. You're talking about pickups. So let's just get right into this, Dave, shall we? You you got to save, you know, what we all know as you know the cherry on top for last so of let's course, let's correct. let's let's foreplay this a little bit okay oh, so uh yeah. Oh, yeah but don't put on the very manalo let's go um what do, do you got a, a few what do you what all like what numbers how, how, how many things you you want to drop you want to share with us today well the, the one thing i do want to say that i'm really excited that i have in here that i didn't think uh was going to be as hype is moon knight from hot toys that is probably it, it right now because i didn't think anyone's going to take carnage's spot for the best figure of the year but man moon knight is creeping up there and that is one hell of a figure and dave i know you're a fan of moon knight i think i asked you and said hey man do you have moon knight coming and you said yes i do have moon knight coming so yes i need to confirm with you that you will be getting that because you will be enjoying it because moon Knight is one of the coolest pickups i've picked up in a while the shelf presence is incredible and i love the hokey little like moon uh statue thing that it comes with it's awesome man um yeah i'm i'm hearing a lot of you know potential hot toy you know six scale figure of the year talk uh i am and, and like uh, came out of nowhere i mean it was it was kind of not the best show people it wasn't very well acclaimed but man everyone is hyping this figure hard yeah, so you're, you're you're definitely saying that you're like way more impressed with it in person than you were with the you know the promo photos 100%. and whatnot. Yep, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, is it is it mostly the cape? Is that what's boner? That's what out there. Yeah, you know, the I think that's boner? really part of it. Yeah, is that because I think it's got four different wires because you can yeah. create the iconic crescent pose, you yep. know, perfectly. Okay. Okay. And yeah. there's just so many wires, you can do whatever you want, and. It's just a cool looking figure, man. The details of like all, like even like the pitting inside the weapons and everything. It, it's awesome, man. You're you're gonna love it. Absolutely love it. So um I yeah, I do have that in route. I I, I believe I, I did the payment plan on that one. So uh I think I'm on a mile like next month. It should uh should ship. So I'm stoked to get that. I, I do have a space in my 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 detoff. Uh uh, we'll, we'll go into that a little bit later, but I, I, I've been going through, uh, uh, a, a very massive toy run you know, renovation again. And, uh, what are we thinking? I, I mean, we we do like what, like two or three a year. I, I, I feel like, you I know, mean, that's I just part of the game, do. you know? 
Yeah, I mean, I think my setup is different from the last time we streamed, even. Dave, <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. that's what happens is that I start walking around the house and then I'm like, eh, this oh, don't shit. look right. Yeah, Before you know, I start here. Yeah, yeah, moving things. But as you know, I'm not handy. So it's literally just picking things up and putting them in different them. spots. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have the privilege of being able to build cool things or wire things. You, yeah. you get to flex on me hard on all that stuff. So I'm literally it's just like Tetris. I move pieces around. I don't do anything really. Sure. Creative well, well, the the, the so Silver lining with that is you you'll have way less you know massive holes in, in uh, your walls than I do because yeah I, I you know I'll, I'll something in the wall and then I'll be like you know ten months later a year later I'm like oh I'm gonna move it over here so I I just have do like pat oh, that's a great question though do you patch over the holes or you just put stuff over no. the holes I, I I try to put stuff over the holes but and then eventually there might be like. Oh, it's like, it's like getting a crack on your windshield. You know, you're like, okay, well, when am I going to, when am I going to get my fucking windshield fixed? You know, and that might be like six visible holes, you know, sure. that I'm, I'm like, ah, it's up there. I got to get the ladder out. Yeah. So, um, I usually kind of just wait until I'm like at the point where I'm like, okay, I, I, I need to do like a big job all at once. And yeah, I might, Fill me a six holes, but and then I'm moving a fucking picture again, you know, two months later or whatnot, right? So Fair enough. I can't believe part of the we game. Even, we even had the discussion that you were going to come and hang my proton pack. And so I'm so glad I didn't end up doing that. It's I'm happy it's just sitting here, like on that nice little display stand. Because yeah. if I the didn't stand's like cool, it, man. The stand's cool. The stand's cool. But if I didn't like it, Dave. How am I going to get it off the wall and put it somewhere else? And how am I going to fill those holes? So yeah. I'm glad we thought through that. Or maybe I thought through that. That that was not going to be a logical situation. But I do appreciate your efforts. Hey, uh, let's, let's stick with the Proton Pack real quick. Um, did you? I can't remember. I remember seeing it. But did you get the Alice frame? I did not. No, because I, I okay. have no plan to wear it at this point. So, yeah. I'm, uh, you'll, you'll have to send me a picture of what it looks like on your frame because... I, uh, I'm, I'm curious, you know, how, if it looks very, you know, different with the Alice frame, even on just the stand, um, because, uh, yeah, so yeah, you have to send me a picture, you know, when, like later tonight, um, I'm just curious about the comparison on that, but, uh, I'm thinking about putting mine on, on the wall again, but, uh, we'll see, man. Well, what about you oh. then? Did you grab anything yourself? Yes. So um, we'll get into it here, but I attended uh, Phoenix's annual Mad Monster, which is, man, that's, I mean, obviously, you know, if, listener, if any listeners been listening for a while, um, they, you know, there's there's been a shift in what I'm really like into lately, uh, you know, and a lot of that's horror. I, I'm my, my horror tank or, you know, my love for horror is kind of right up there with like Star Wars at this point. And um, it's just more exciting than Star Wars. Uh, you can relate, Kevin, but, you know, media wise, there's not a whole lot that's keeping me really excited about Star Wars. Whereas horror, I have this expansive blog that's uh, called the 80s. And 90s that I can just pull for any sure, for sure. crazy, ridiculous movie that I've never even heard of out of the water, like Chopping Mall or, you know, Street Trash. And they they, they literally, it, it, it's like 
seeing something new for the first time again and it's 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 super exciting and i'm i'm just all in on horror right now it's been a great time and uh yeah i was very looking forward to mad monster and friday connor and i met one of the legends okay i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna let all of our listeners start thinking okay what who who's a horror legend we might have gone over this but who's going on the mount rushmore of or slashers, Kevin. Who are you putting on the Mount Rushmore? For me? Yeah, or For just you. like kind of uh, you know, the 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 world. Like you know, if you're to do a poll, you know, who's who's the you know going on the the whore Mount Rushmore for like slashers? Yeah, I mean, you gotta have Jason Voorhees, right? For sure. I mean, the let's see if they're I'm trying to think how many people are on Mount Rushmore. There's four of them. Uh um, four, yeah. So yeah, so obviously it'd be Voorhees. It would be Michael Myers. Yeah, those are the big one, and Freddy. That's number three. Freddy. Um, and who? Would I think here's where it gets squirrely, right? Yeah, and it, it's four. whenever anyone because there's always those like top three, top tier people. It's everyone always fumbles around with the fourth one. Yeah. If I were to three, spot, those first three are like that's a ninety nine point nine percent like locked, right? Yeah. Like no, I, I, no one's not including those guys. I, I'm gonna go um, Ghostface from the Scream franchise for four. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I I hear a lot. You know, like Leatherface. I'm with you on Ghostface. I love Ghostface. The the Scream franchise a lot more than the Texas Chainsaw franchise. That's kind of how I look at like the Killers too. Is like as good as the franchise is. But anyways, we met Mr. Robert England. And for yeah. who, the infamous are Freddy Krueger. And it was a very cool experience. We did the pro photo thing um, where they have, uh, you know, a green screen behind you. So, you know, the picture is, you know, I the Elm Street house. Cause, yeah, because when you sent me that, like, picture, I'm like, what is happening? Where are they exactly? Now that I know it's a green screen, that makes a little more sense. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, when we did uh, uh, Nick Castle for uh, you know, Mike, Michael Myers, um it was a green screen and then it was it was his house right um so that that that's one very cool thing that i like about mad monster is the pro photos add a, a little little something there i don't remember uh star wars celebration doing that anything like that right no definitely not i mean there there were like the booths that you'd have to i mean it, everything is just so they're finding how they can squeeze you for a little more dollars. And it's not like yeah. a great experience, to be honest. I, I mean, yes, it's not fan first. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's an absolute money-making machine and it, that's how I feel felt about the Phoenix fan fusion. Um, I don't think I'll ever go to Phoenix fan fusion again. Uh, and, and, you know, unless, you know, you know, we can get press passes or something like that, but like you spend a hundred dollars before I even like walked in the door and I was one adult and uh, a seven-year-old and I'm I already a hundred a hundred dollars there's and then there's no exclusive you know uh vendors or I, I I don't know but that's I I feel the same way celebration man it's um it's definitely just marketed to make money the photo op that I had uh, with Ewan McGregor three hundred dollars and um and there was no experience 
uh there you know the green there was no green screen it was just it's uh, just like a get you in get you out onto the next thing and i mean i get it it's like the corporate world type of thing you gotta let's keep feeding the machine you know in and out you know i get that but i'm glad that's not the way it was for mad monster yeah and um like just that that background thing that you you brought up but and then um you know he full on had a you know brief conversation with us uh honor you know thinks it's the coolest thing on the planet now and now he, you know he wants to not watch nightmare on elm street and i'm like bro you've you're, raised you're... him right man i i think that's super excited you've raised him right yeah i, I don't i don't know when i'm going to let him watch i mean he he's he just turned 7 so i'm like you know I, I don't it's funny like when you like, share some man. of these things with me i keep forgetting that he is seven i was like man dave's got like a 15 year old son you know and all that yeah. because i mean all i know is that i don't think i was i think i was driving when i saw some of the things that you know you've exposed him to at seven so i wish that i was a little bit different but i think you're rearing him right man it's super exciting to see like them be excited and not just your son but also your daughter too that's what makes it cool yeah uh, um yeah, that takes us to, to to Saturday. So I took Olivia on Saturday, and she went last year with me. And uh, Honor, this was his first year, and he it was his first anything. He's never been to a, a he helped me out on a, a toy show, and he's gone to toy shows, but he um he's never been to a convention before, and so that was his first one. And the like like when we're seeing people that we didn't have, you know, a photo op with, but like, they're just like their booths are right there. Kind of like celebration, but an even more like smaller scale. And um, I was like, Oh dude, like we saw Robert Blake, the guy from, um, yeah. 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 What, what, what's his famous line there? Like, I mean, he's just like the Imperial, like, you know, we, we should have won the war type guy. Right. For the most part. <laughs> yeah. But um, he, he was selling that print you know, that eight by 10 print where he's like, you know, uh, he's like leaning in uh, trying to, and talking to Mando. Um, but just seeing those care, those, you know, actors and, and he's like, like you could see it in his eyes that he recognizes them. I was like, Oh, this That's is awesome. cool. Like, yeah. But, um, yeah. So on Saturday, Olivia and I met my, my real dad, Tom Atkins. Um, <laughs> so like this, this guy is, what I think, like when I think of like the, who's like Arnold Schwarzenegger, maybe of like from from the terms of like the epitome, like badass hero for horror, it's Tom Atkins. This this guy is just so goddamn cool, and he was there. Um, I think he's like seventy five, maybe. I mean, he's no spring chicken. I was going to say for the picture you showed me though, he's looking rather healthy and for, for that age, you know? Yeah. He, he, he definitely looks healthy. Uh, but you know, you one one bad, you know, slip on the banana peel. That's a broken hip, you know? Um, sure, for sure. For sure. But, uh, of course we're not wishing that on anybody. No, of, of course. And uh, he was such, I I've heard that he's been an awesome, you know, uh, uh um, celebrity at these events and he, it, it's always so satisfying and, and great when like that, you know, you, you finally meet someone and, you know, they're as cool or whatever is you're thinking they are. And it's not like, oh, crap, he, he you know, Mark Hamill's an actual asshole to me, you know, right. <laughs> uh, 
So, um, yeah, th there wasn't that situation. He was totally great. He, he showed up, he had a Heineken in his hand and I was like, Oh dude, perfect. This guy's a legend. Yeah, that, um, that's the way you do it. <laughs> yeah. So that, that was pretty much the vibe of the con the whole time, you know, just, not, you know, the beer was flowing, um, bars packed and, uh, and then we met Elvira and I know that's that what you've been looking for. That was the one I've been looking forward to for a very long time. And so is my daughter. And um, that was what, what I just said earlier. That's kind of what happened. Um, out of nowhere, there was the barrier, the glass barrier. There was no mention of the plexiglass, you know, like the, the, the COVID plexiglass thing. You know, she was charging um, the most out of any... Um, of the the talent there and as she should i'm i'm, I'm not discounting sure, that. She's earned that she's earned that she's absolutely earned that um but you know i gotta be objective here she's not in her costume so yeah, you she's know just random lady at this point yeah I, I i mean if to uh you know uncle and aunt you know donna and larry you know they're not gonna know that that's elvira they're gonna you know what i mean so she's she's not in her her, her get yeah, up that, that's a great point because from what i've seen like it's she doesn't have the black hair she doesn't have the black dress or the makeup i mean she literally just looks like random person you found at the store yeah I mean, they're a pretty, I, pretty woman but obviously still for, for as popular as she, as she is i mean globally right keep it's i'm sure her she can go to target no problem you know um maybe you know get a, a couple you know uh creeps and freaks it'll be like oh hey girl you know but uh like she's she's not that you know with without the costume and stuff but uh anyways um she, yeah so there was that so there was really no interaction and then we just stood next to the, this plexiglass took the picture cuddled us out and um and i was like oh i wish that was a little bit of a better experience so um were you saying and, it's a letdown potentially? Yes. And I was I was already leaning that way. Okay. And then we get out, right? And this is where it went from kind of, oh, that was kind of a bummer to like, okay, yeah, this this was a fucking bummer. And when we uh had Robert England, I would say Robert England is just as probably big of a draw as you know, Cassandra Peterson, right? Would would you I mean, like, he's he's a legend, right? We got out, we took the picture, and like within maybe five minutes, printed out our picture. Okay, and I don't know if you remember with Celebration, they had those printers, and they were they printed out the pictures almost immediately. Sometimes right, even before yeah. you got out, right? The machine. Yeah, and with her, we waited. Two hours after the what? picture, do they do them in like one giant like bulk print? Or they something? were bringing, the, yeah, I don't know what the deal was. The same kind of thing. One happened hour photo. Yeah. Oh boy, I haven't seen it yet. I, I know, I know Bro. that that was my homework. We're getting sidetracked. My bad. My bad. Yeah. Um. And uh. Yeah. So it, it it was it was it was bizarre. So the whole experience is four hours basically from waiting in line to getting the picture. And, you know, I got I, I, my my eight year old daughter, Olivia, she was a total trooper. But that's a lot of I mean, for we sure. don't even that's a lot for a grown up. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, 
So at one point I was just like, fuck it. Like, I don't even, I don't even want the picture now because like I was already kind of stopped that they didn't say anything about the plexiglass. And it's like, I, I, I get it. Maybe she, she, you know, it's not even a, a, a COVID thing, but a, um, a, a security thing. Like maybe she gets, you know, you know, little, little, you know, too frisky there, you know, some, some people with her. And I would, I, I do understand that, but there's no, there was no mention of it. And a little bit of false advertising or at least expectations need to be set. It just could have been so much cooler. Um, One of the guys that I was, you know, complaining with in line at the time, you know, he was equally frustrated and he had the idea of like, you know, put her on a red chair, her classic red chair, and then maybe have, you know, you guys next to the chair or behind, you know what I mean? Like there, there could have been so many other things, but it, it, it was pretty whack, but, um, Geez, I did not mean to spend that much time talking about Mad Monster, but overall, it was awesome. That's the that's the only gripe I had. Like tighten that up. It was the same bullshit with Nick Castle, but the the talent that was there, I mean, it, it was crazy. There, there were there last year was Nev Campbell. I mean, they they get some pretty big you know names, and um, Arizona Horror is doing live and well. We we have three more or conventions before the end of the year in Arizona. Man, it's Just like the epicenter at this point. Hey, yeah, I, I don't know if it's, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking it's just like, we have so much California influence lately. And um, maybe because we, we, we've, we've only had like, you know, Mad Monster for the longest time, it felt like. And, and now we got, you know, three other ones and there might've been another one in the spring that happened. So it's pretty exciting, man. Um, basically the entire cast of fright night is going to be at a, uh, an, another convention coming. And, um, that goes, brings me full circle to my pickups. This is what I got at mad monster. So oh, it is gorgeous though. This is look uh, at that thing. This is from, I believe it's, Jeremy Monta- uh, Montagna, um, and totally butchered his last name there. Geez, sorry. And um, I don't know if you remember, Kevin, I have a fifth element poster that was equally colorful as that. Um, and uh, they're, they're black light posters. For, the, for, they're those like, that can't, for those that can't see what was that you just showed me, describe it a little bit visually for those listening. Yeah. So if uh, you're familiar with the amazing, uh, you know, the only movie that could give Lost Boys a run for the, the vampire, you know, champion of the, the world, maybe Blade, I don't know, um, Fright Night. And um, it's got a, what's her name? Darcy from Meredith Children. Uh, the, the neighbor. Yeah. She's great. Um, the poster is uh, pretty much similar to the the iconic uh, ghost in the clouds over the house poster. It it's the, her face of doing that, but it's like non orange. There's lots of purples. There's lots of blues. It looks it's incredible. Very, like you walk into a room type of thing, people are going to see that. Yeah, very cool. and and uh, yeah, I got I got a nice frame for it, and um. Like said, the entire cast is going to be here in uh, uh, six weeks or so, and I'm going to have them sign that shit with a uh, like a metal or I'm sorry, like a gray metallic pen or something like yeah, that. Man. So that was, was a, a black light poster. Yeah, bro. So Are I, you gonna I display don't display it with a black light. 
I'm thinking about it. I'm going to explore some options there. I have, uh, you know, just uh, um, the the Gooby or whatever lights, and I it, it responds a little bit to like uh, purple tones and stuff like that. And um, but uh, yeah, I might have to put a like a proper black light, you know, above it or something because it's yeah, it's pretty sick, man. Sweet man. So yeah, that's um, beautiful. Sorry for uh, taking so much airtime, but we 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 did tackle the the mad monster there. Um, what else have you got, buddy? Yeah, so we're we're circling back to pickups. We kind of threw everything that was talking about with Dave's experience from Mad Monster, but ladies and gentlemen, I need everyone's attention because this is something that is very important and very big. Literally, oh boy, that's but what Dave, you said. Yeah, exactly. Dave, Michael I've been Scott. talking about <laughs> I've been talking about getting a certain piece to my collection for years. Years. And it was always on the hunt list. And always. We've gone back, it, always. it was on the fucking predator list when we were doing that thing. Yes. Dude, you I mean, you've been after this since the inception of typical nerd talk. Yeah. So guys. I made a bold statement a few months ago, and I said, "Yeah, it was like our like you know this is this like mine was the Imperial shuttle, and yours yeah. was, and everyone, yeah. if you remember, the Blitzway Ecto one, and I said I will have that. That is my white you, whale. You, that is you the, threw your dick on the table, and you're I like, sure you know what? Is hell did." And I would not be denied. Dave, I went from convention to toy shop, from state to state, looking to see if we could just find this bastard. Because Having, having buddies, you know, yeah. doing recon for you too. You you had leads everywhere. I did. I for, had my you know, people going. looking for leads. Yeah. And they were just coming up dry. But three weeks ago, Dave, I think or so. Eh, maybe two weeks ago, um, I was going through eBay as we do, you know, and yeah. I have certain things saved. And I noticed when I logged into eBay, there was a blip on one of my saved tabs, you know, that being Blitzway Ghostbusters. And it said Blitzway Ghostbusters Ecto-1. And I was like, well, let me just see. And, you know, it's the best offer. They, offer they, they pop make. up like once every couple weeks and it's usually yeah, something it's, absurd. So you swipe uh, and, and move on, right? right? Yeah. But yeah. Like, and I love the ones like local pickup only. And it's like in like Maine or something. I was like, I'm not driving out to Maine. Anyway, yeah. it, so I clicked on it and it said 10 miles. It is 10 miles from me. I'm like, this has to be say what? And so I scrolled through and it said Hendersonville, Tennessee, right where I live. I was like, this is not. Were, were you like sweating at that point? Like, just like. Well, you know, you start, you start, you start, yeah, you start like a, going through your phone real quick. And sitting you're, you're up, sitting up yeah, a little straighter. Yeah. 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 And so I'm starting to, I do the message and I'm be like, Hey, um, very interested. Um, <laughs> how many you know, wise, a, how many I'm wise local. I'm local. Um, and so I waited for like a few hours and then local, finally cash I, ready. <laughs> I, I was ready. And then he said, Hey, thanks for responding. Make me an offer. I'm like, okay, but hopefully no one's listening here from eBay. I was like, we need to take this off eBay because I'm not about to pay what you're asking. And I'm you, not you, about you, to. 
have you lose money you know it's a win-win yeah, yeah. And it, so, i mean it is yeah the, and the way ebay works is that they like monitor your messages which is not cool by the way um but they have algorithms to, like track whether or not you're trying to skirt the rules because they want you to keep oh, your stuff i didn't the, know that if you look in their messages like be careful not to trade this this and that um information what? because we monitor these things and you can get probably like a phone number sets it off yeah. or something like that or, yeah. or something to where you're like hey you know you just want to do something to where they'll be like, Hey, you got to keep within the app. And so I, we kind of were using code words essentially. And we finally got to actually chatting. And I said, look, I'm willing to do this. What do you think? He's like, well, if you do this, I'll do it. I was like, okay, that's close enough deal. But you know what it talks about. Once you get in person, if you pull out the actual Benjamins, you can start making even better deals because cash money is king. And so from the original offer that I gave him, I was still able to get it considerably less because I paid him straight cash and he took it. And the best thing is, Dave, I didn't have to have this shipped. I didn't have to build this thing. Dude. It was brought to me completely ready with a fresh set of damn batteries. And so I got to test everything. And so now I can proudly say I have captured my elusive white whale. The Ecto-1 is in the collection. And Dave, I've sent you pictures. You've seen the videos. And there's actually a new video on my YouTube channel about should you collect vehicles based on this specific purchase. And man, Dave, I think I'm done. I think I've collected everything I need to collect. And I'm officially retiring today. Wait, what? <laughs> I mean, of course not. But I'm yeah, saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, dude, that just like cut me to the core. I was like, wait a second. But no, no. I mean, what I'm saying is that that was the one thing yeah. I had to have. And now there's nothing else I have to have. There'll be new things that For come sure. out, obviously. But, but there's nothing that's been made that I'm still chasing. I finally now have the one big piece I wanted. It's, yeah, I mean, I totally get that. It's it's the grail that is the oldest that you've wanted you know it's it's unless you like you know go down a completely different you know set of interests and discover other grails you know maybe in the anime world or whatever right i mean um but dude talk about like the stars aligning i mean it's a purchase perfect situation. to happen the perfect situation i mean local delivered to me and yeah. well below what it's going for like on the secondary market I've I've never seen a like what does that look like when you know it's local pickup because you know on the listings you go and it's like uh local pickup and then you you click on it and then you see that it's you know Jefferson you know or or something and and then you're like okay well no I'm not there but like did it look different because it was you know close to you like from just the uh the thumbnail like other no, than local pickup when you go into the actual part of the of the uh, of the listing and you start scrolling down or whatever it'll say there's something that triggers saying what's it that you're in its proximity and oh it says, very cool yeah. yeah that's what i was thinking if there is it'll, it'll some be like sort hey of... this this is within 10 miles or something like that and then yeah. obviously i always whenever i see something i want i always scroll to see like where it is because obviously if it says you know Malaysia, I'm like not getting anything there. But if it says, hey, yeah, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 
okay, for one, that's going to help on shipping. You know, hey, I may just pick this up directly. I've got, I've met two really, really cool people that way. Um, nice, man. One, one guy, um, obviously the one guy that, you know, sold me the, sold me the Ecto, but another guy that I was looking for um, back when I got um, uh, the Imperial Disguise Gen Urso. Um, I found out that he was local. And from there, like after he, I was like, Hey, I, I see her in one, I see her in Hendersonville. Um, do you want to do pickup? Or he's like, Yeah, sure, why not? Just take this off eBay and you know, just do this here. And so from there, he said, Hey, I got all these other things. You interested? That's where I got those art prints, you know, behind me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so all from a random dude I met on eBay. So sick, and man. So very cool dude. And you never know what you find out there. So if you're looking for something, guys, you know, always keep that belief because you never know when the fortunes are gonna come up gold for you. Man, I I am so happy that like again, perfect situation, and you you've had that uh, shelf reserved, you know, reserved pre premium fucking spot in his yeah. toy room, and yeah. um, it's just been vacant. And I I did the same shit with the sail barge. <laughs> yeah, I'm like oh dude, like it's gonna look so good when it gets yeah, here. Because you when know? you came here, Dave, and I was showing you everything, I was like, there it is. See that spot right there that is where the ecto is going because i'm willing it into existence yeah but no, I, I love yeah, that I like, yeah and so that that's the thing when you have your vision you have your deciding where you want things to go it really kind of you will it into the universe and i couldn't be happier man well nice man and i i speaking of willing it um i'm doing the same thing man um i'll, I'll wrap up my pickups but uh yeah, I, I've been putting so much more focus into my six scale game, my detoffs. We talked, uh, you know, uh, offline and uh, yeah, I'm just, I was kind of, you know, losing a little steam with the six inch or, or sorry, the six scale, you know, I would get them. I, I, it'd be exciting. I'd take them out of the package and maybe if I had time, I put, I'd, you know, spend the time right away to, you know, pose them and, um, probably not touch them again for a while and sometimes i would open them up and throw them in a museum pose and you know have to go make dinner or whatever so i haven't put a whole lot of attention but man i i raised them with the the target kind of ikea calyx knockoffs mm -hmm. that you you put me on yep. and i i have um i got six detoffs up there now i picked up a few more and holy shit how absurd is the pricing on the details dude they, back in my day tripled. they were they, they were like 60 bucks like 59.99 and i think they're like 140 now or something yeah. ridiculous it's yeah it's it's gonna be like how we're gonna be talking about gas prices you know like oh i remember when it was less than you know a dollar a gallon you know oh but yeah and that's it's, why it's, I, a, it's insane so happy talking about that i'm so happy that i bought like 50 detoffs at once that one time because I was like, I don't want to have to ever go back there. And now look at them. I mean, I got I got gold essentially here. You um, you because of you is why the market right it, it, you raised I, it. I broke you the inflated market. it. I did. You yeah, fucking it was my broke fault, it. guys. Sorry about that. Um but yeah, I I was I was very uh you know inspired, you know, from my my recent uh Nashville trip and seeing the the Kiko Plex amazing collection room in person and I was like, damn, I this just looks so great. I, I we talked earlier. I, I you know, we both like each other's styles. They're both very different. And uh, you know, we can both appreciate uh both of our styles, you know. And I I, I think that's what makes uh 
you know, our typical nerd talk uh, discussion. So, so goddamn entertaining. I mean, am I, I right? I second that. I second that, my friend. I mean, uh, and if you think so, you know, give us a little, some five stars, you know, uh, it helps us. It go. helps us out, you know, um, or tell a friend if, if, you know, anyone uh, that, you know, you got, uh, you know, the, what, what's this new treads threads threads, yes. MySpace or face. We actually jury? probably should start the threads for okay. uh, TNT. I haven't actually thought about that. Well, okay. I mean, Hey, uh, you know, big social media guy here. Uh, yeah, uh, but uh well i mean we're so active on instagram already you know you know incredibly active but uh yeah i mean the you know the re the reviews the sharing the reposting it, it all helps we we love you know every one of you that you know likes to listen to our banter so thank you very much um is that is that all we got for pickups covered yeah, a lot and of I, pickups and I, already and i was gonna say and i better be done um at this point because that that took quite a gash out so I'm yeah. trying to recover financially uh, from that one. Um, because if you guys know that is not a cheap purchase by any yeah. means. So it's it's essentially, Lord. you know, uh like having an actual car. <laughs> uh pretty much. I'm pretty yeah. sure there are cars that are cheaper than what sure. I paid for this one. Um hey, I I'm sorry, I totally fell off there, but uh with my six scale, I started going after the Stranger Things line by um oh, three yeah, zero. Yeah. And you know, we, we had talked about this, Kevin. Um, I know, you know, the, the Stranger Things isn't your cup of tea. And uh, I really think if it was, you would be pretty um, pleasantly happy, you know, with the quality of these figures. So far, I have Dustin. And yeah, three I have, zero, right? Uh, yeah, three zero. And um, I mean, so you're, you, you know what they're like. You've had the Power Ranger figures, right? And um, Breaking Badgers. Yep. Um, the de this Demi Gorgon. I mean, he barely fits on the bottom part of the, the detoff, right? Um, and uh, he has to even crouch a little bit. So I, I, I might play with that, you know, adjustment that you did with the Hulkbuster, I believe. But uh, yeah, so far, this this little, you know, um, shelf that I'm going to have for my Stranger Things, I'm looking forward to it. So uh, Eleven is up next, and Lucas, uh, they're making a... Uh, um, uh, what's his name? Will and ah, uh, he he he's the first one out of the bunch that it's a total miss for me. It looks nothing like him, so that's mm. a little disappointing. But uh, he he, I mean, he's a main uh, main character, but I, I'm I'm fine with not having him. Um, I just hope that they nail uh Pepper. Um, uh, geez, um, you know who I'm talking about when when I say Pepper from Stranger Things. No idea, buddy. Oh, man, he's he. Yeah, I I forget it. Uh, David Harbor, sorry. Um, oh, Red the Guardian guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. as as long as they nail him, uh, you know, I, I'm good. But uh, yeah, I'm 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 loving making little you know diorama pieces that that you do so well. You know, combining um, uh, you know, sometimes you you might not be able to you know get the setup that you want because you got to squeeze in you know for stormtroopers or whatever. But you know, that's that's you know the game but uh yeah i'm I'm really digging the six scale game a lot and um and i could be prouder of you buddy. yeah wait did are you getting the um the mr knight uh by soso we'll or see Susu? when it comes out yeah. um probably because of how good the actual moon knight is yeah that's but, what i was wanting yeah, to ask you sure. earlier yeah 
Um, yeah, I I have that uh, pre-ordered through uh, Pop Collectible. So if oh, if so you I did get pre-order, okay, yeah, and um, uh, yeah, I believe I should just get it, you know, right away. So uh, you know, if I end up getting it, I'll, I'll be sure to let you know. Um, but let's let's get into some uh, some typical nerd talk. Okay, so we went through our pickups. What this kind of like melted the internet i feel like the internet went from uh the the titan um titanic fiasco <laughs> immediately to this image that surfaced and um yep. especially in the nerd world and uh yeah let's let's wrap about this a little bit buddy what do you what, what do you think about this let's what are we talking about so i sent for, first of all there was a grainy picture that started to circulate and it was of Deadpool in his new Deadpool 3 costume. And they're like, oh, okay. It looks like they've made some uh, modifications, whatever. It's a little bit different, a little bit brighter. But wake me up if they ever show me the Hugh Jackman. I'm like, okay, cool. And so people went on their merry way. Well, what do you know? About a week later, another grainy photo emerged of Deadpool and Hugh Jackman in the fucking yellow Wolverine comic inspired outfit. And everyone's like, fake, fake, it's gotta be fake, gotta be fake, no way. So then Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds post said picture to their Instagram accounts and said, don't blink. And then before you know it, HD 4K versions of this photo start circulating on all the trade sheets. And what do you know? The comic-inspired Wolverine oh. is back. And for those that don't know, we've seen some video, back, actually, of them, like, fighting, doing a couple different things. And the crazy thing is that they're fighting in front of a giant, broken 20th Century Fox logo. Have you seen that? I haven't seen that one, no. I, okay, I, I've just so seen the, the main image. I don't think this is spoilers at this point, because obviously the trades put them out there and we know that Hugh Jackman is back as Wolverine and there's supposed to be several 20th Century Fox X-Men cameos in this naturally. And I think the working title is kind of there because there was an old comic, if you remember, maybe it's not old, but it's uh, Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe or something along those lines um, where he goes and Typical. kills all these things. Breaking fourth wall kind of exactly. classic Deadpool. So yeah. there's calling this potentially Deadpool kills the Fox universe is what the Deadpool three title <laughs> okay. is supposed to be. Um, and so Wolverine is back. I mean, we, I, I loved Logan, man. I thought it was excellent. And I thought that was the perfect Dude, send off, you know, the it's Hugh the Jackman's best character. It, it's incredible. It's one best. of the, not just the best like superhero movies, but one of the best movies ever. It's incredible. Yeah. So, so sad. And, yeah, yeah, just it's just perfect. Great. It was perfect. And I was happy with, you know, Hugh riding off into the sunset being, hey, what a way to finish a career. But then there was rumors that is he going to come back? And what do you know? They, they they're bringing the best the bastard back. He's coming back for one at least one last run as Wolverine under the Marvel banner in the MCU. Dave, I'm hype. I'm our, everyone else is like you said, it melted the internet. What do you think? Do you care? I definitely care this very much. You know, this is going to be a beautiful transition here, but this very much is bringing me back to summer blockbusters. I know, I, I know we're obviously not getting that this year, but I feel like we've, we haven't had anything really big that, uh, you know, is summer news wise. Um, do we, do we have a release date on that yet? There was rumors that it was supposed to be done 
no, no Ghostbusters was the end of this year, but I'm thinking that yeah, they moved Ghostbusters, it up to, yeah. to like May. So it will be a, a okay. officially, you know, a, a summer. summer. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking it would be. And, you know, unless unless there's like, unless rest of Marvel really gets going and there's another, you know, great Marvel May 3rd property. officially. Oh, okay, perfect. And um, I don't believe we'll have anything Star Wars out by summer of next year. So this could be the big movie you know this could be the big summer blockbuster and you know we, we we're going to get into that a little bit but man i there hasn't been a, a summer blockbuster that i can really remember uh except anything you know in the infinity war series you know endgame was a juggernaut you know that was the last like big you know exciting yeah. movie that i can really think of but there's been a lot of you know hype some people you know are, are ranting raving about the um patterson batman um but i i wouldn't cl- i wouldn't think that's a blockbuster you know um i mean I there are some movies that like catch fire and get legs i mean top gun maverick was kind of like that but i wouldn't yeah, i mean it's point. still it still was an incredible movie, you know, did millions. I think it actually crossed a billion. Um, but I wouldn't still consider that to be the blockbuster. And Dave, this is what I wanted to think about is are we, because when we were growing up, you know, as kids, I felt like every year, every summer, there was always that big movie that you'd be like, oh man, it's summertime. It's time for the big movie, whether that be Jurassic Park or whether that be a Star Wars movie, you know, whatever it would be is I feel like there were those big, you know, tent pole movies, but I just don't, maybe there's just so much stuff out there nowadays to where it's right. just so saturated, but I don't feel yeah. like we get real blockbusters anymore. And anything, I, I think they tried to do that this year with Indy and it flopped. They tried to do that with the flash and it flopped. Do we have blockbusters anymore, Dave? And will we ever really see them again? Or will Deadpool essentially be, the catalyst to kind of get us back into it who knows sadly i think that it is something that is is slowly dying um you know because people just don't go to the theater as much anymore right they 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 don't um uh the the buddies over at trash talk boys they they did a uh, um a poll recently i think on what they prefer you know going to the theater or uh seeing uh you know just streaming something at home and it was like overwhelming you know uh in favor of staying at home um and uh you know call it whatever it is you know with capitalism or or whatever you know string you want to pull at uh, the reason of why this is happening but uh yeah i I think it's just because it's such a business now and it's all about the bottom line and less on the creativity that's why the underground or not underground but like the the less you know um blockbustery yeah yeah, are 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 fucking having to do the heavy lifting for creating that you know keeping that creativity alive and not just like all right fast fast and fuck furious 29 here we go i mean and i hate to sound like the old man yelling at cloud but you know i really am sick of there's no like new stories or nothing new like just just today here being july the 11th there was a trailer for the new wonka movie we've already had willy wonka two times why are we doing it, willy is scars garden now this one this is a timothy chalamet oh oh yeah i mean like Jesus. It, so, and, and, 
Isn't he? Isn't he dating Johnny Depp's daughter? Or he did. I, I, That's kind of no, awkward. Yeah, I have no true. I have no clue. But uh, like, Hugh, hey, I banged, Hugh, I banged Hugh your Grant daughter. And is the Oompa now Loompa. taking over? What? Hugh, Hugh Grant's a Oompa Loompa? Yeah, he's like, a, it, it looks weird, man. Jesus. And so, but either way, like, I, I'm just so done with like a. Okay, let, we've done these cartoons. Let's make a live action version of the cartoon. And hey, remember this story? Let's just make another movie of it. I'm like, where yeah. are the original ideas? You know, I, we'll get to it when we get back to the letterbox here in just a minute. Um, but I miss good storytelling. And I don't think I'm yeah, asking man. for a lot here, Dave. Um, yeah, I, I don't think so either. And I, I, I think, you know, widely the industry uh, would would wish they they. They didn't have to do that. And uh, I don't know if the writer strike is still on, but dude, like AI scares the shit out of me yeah, with for sure. what it can do as far as, you know, debilitating creativity in a sense. Um, but that's a whole nother fucking, that's not typical nerd talk. That's typical, you know, smart typical guy tinfoil talker. hat talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we did. I think we got like a one-star review because uh, we, I called conspiracy theorist or something. And I'm like, oh, first time listening to the show then, huh? <laughs> All right. <laughs> sorry, um, sorry to break their backs. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, you've been listening how long? <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, thanks for the review. Regardless. Uh, Every little okay. bit helps. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So let's, let's get back on track here with blockbusters. Um we're gonna we'll, we're doing a, a a little top three on blockbusters, summer blockbusters. You know that essentially you, defined us, defined us, or we just maybe want to talk about, right? Um, I, I I definitely you know tried to make my list more about films that aren't like sure we I could talk about Jurassic Park uh, and what that did for me. Um. You know, it's a little whipper, whipper snapper fresh from Canada. First, first summer in Arizona and seeing that at the AMC 24 in Ahwatukee with my dad. And uh, yeah, that 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 movie's great. But uh, I'm, I, I want to try to talk about some 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 other stuff. And uh, we're going to we're going to talk about what, what else was hot that year. So you want to kick this off, Kevin? I would. And. Let, let us just go ahead and say that to me, a blockbuster wasn't necessarily the one that was blowing out the banks, but a big movie for me to where as a, a cult, kid, like, oh, okay. Yeah. Or for just you. like for me, like I was like, yeah. man, this is the movie to see this year. Got it. And so I'm going to start off in 1995, Dave, with the Power Rangers movie. Yeah, okay, so dog. I, so I was nine at the time this came out, nine, 10 years old. And so to me, I was seeing, because it's the it took the original cast, you know, and put them into a movie with more enhanced suits, you know? And so it was taking it from the TV to the big screen. And so for me, that was kind of like, okay, people are taking Power Rangers serious now. You know, people used to make fun it's of movies. In school. It, it's a yeah, movie. It's it's now. crossed a, a a level of seriousness. For you, sure, you talk about it in public now, and and not be you know shamed for it. You know, right? And I mean, it was not critically acclaimed by any means, but it meant a lot to me. And I've never forget like when it finally came out on DVD. Or I'm sorry, listen to me. When it came out on VHS, Max and DVDs. you finally got the uh the secret of the ooze and i watched that thing again so just go back Dude. and rewatch it and, and that was there, cool for me that 
what a great poll. See, this is what I was looking forward to, man. Great poll. Um, yeah, that movie was a fucking a, a vibe. I, I, I mean, that that was it got two that really was you, 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 <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's probably dog shit, but like you're absolutely right. That was a, a type of movie that it it just it's it it spread its wings uh or the franchise uh power rangers you know spread that reach just a little bit more like adults might even know what the fuck a power ranger is now you know what i mean like and i, I yeah dude colors every everything about it that um I, I feel like there was probably some pretty epic promo like fast food promotions i feel like at some point but um, oh yeah everybody had those at that point i i do remember going to like a summer camp at uh like a um not the middle school that i went to but another middle school and uh a couple of my friends that i met there you know how you have like you know friends or whatever and then you you never fucking talk to them again or something um we we went and uh we bought tickets for uh that and then we uh snuck in and saw species uh it, that which was r and instead so boy at a boy that, that that was my my power rangers uh experience but nice man dude solid pull on the number one fresh out of the gate so that came out in 95 so what what else we we got here uh just i just wanted to talk about it so number one in 95 summer any 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 guess off the bat or do you just want me to rattle these off 95 yeah just rattle it off okay okay so we'll do top five die hard with a vengeance casper the honest apollo 13 and number one closing in at 181 million batman forever Ooh, that's a classic i did not think that was the same year and i mean if you're interested in this an amazing podcast by epic film guys these guys are like real journalists they're, they're basically like my podcast idols these guys are, are fucking grinders for like the the journalism standpoint of like putting in the work driving flying doing whatever it takes they saw the fucking schumacher but that um evan smith really? uh showed so, th- so it is real it's real and they fucking mm. saw it the epic hmm. film guys saw it kevin smith's you know theater in new jersey they fucking you know they're from like baltimore or something and they they, they fucking networked their ass off and they they went to the fucking the the gas station which is like right around his theater and they said it was like an all-day experience they waited fucking forever but it was worth it because they, they saw the fucking cut and um there might be you, you have to listen to their podcast, but there might be some news on if it's gonna stay lock and key or if there is mm, I'm you know, very intrigued out. at this point. But uh yeah, so check that episode out if you're interested in that. But yeah, Batman Forever, that was definitely a fucking huge summer movie. Yeah. You know, uh, that that was that's the type of shit like when I because think that was the first new movie. Batman since Keaton. And so they're like, okay, so let's here. We're starting the Batman again. And so for sure, I, I would never forget 
they used to have it, it used to be kind of like playing like the monopoly game but you're playing um it at taco bell where you had to get like the character pieces like you had to match them it's like hey if you get yep. like alfred and two-face or whatever you win a bike you know something like that and so you'd have to go buy all the drinks and all the tacos and you get the game pieces and it was the characters i'll never forget that that was one of the most wild things dude that's what like maybe that's what it is right to be like a good blockbuster you gotta have a, the right marketing for and sure, uh you know cross sure. promotional shit um you know uh i'll i'll just kind of touch into this one this is more of an honorable mention but you know obviously summer of 99 i mean what what fucking person that's listening to this podcast that's yep, you know exactly older than okay. 30 you know wasn't doing but you know phantom menace that you know that was that That i would think grade i would think that experience um you know for anyone between the age of like 30 and say 50 or 45 or whatever um it's probably as close to the 77 real you know uh release of uh you know a new hope that I could think of, you know, uh, it's, and back then it certainly, you know, there, there was a lot of, you know, the, the reception wasn't that great, but, um, just anticipation of it all was, uh, was amazing. And that movie, um, hold on, let me just navigate this here real quick. Um, it's dead air. So, also that movie when that came out in, in 99 um number two was austin powers six cents three Tarzan four and big daddy five wow um, not i wouldn't say there's any strong competitors there i mean that summer that fucking year belonged to star wars oh 100 you know um so yeah I'll throw that one in there for my number three, even though I said I wasn't going to be like a basic bitch. But um, yeah, dude, Star Wars was just insane. Uh, the the Mount the Pepsi can thing, I, I remember yeah, the gold, fucking the gold being a psycho about that. Did you get the gold to go to? I th- I think we talked about this. I never, I I didn't earn it, but I did buy one because yeah. like I never found one out there. But I think you could have eventually you found them at like garage sales sure. like a- after like a couple or, of yeah. years later. Yeah. So I never got to like actually win it and then cash it in for 20 bucks, unfortunately. Yeah. But man, what a cool concept collecting cans, man, because I just get you to buy a shit ton of soda. Dude, That's and wild to me. I, I And then it was, it wasn't just one soda, right? Um, I, I remember Mountain being new and Pepsi. And yeah. I thought there was one. More, I, uh, diet I diet Pepsi. Pepsi. Yeah. Those are the and I, I remember being like pissed off. You know, I'm like, oh, I got a fucking drink Diet Pepsi. Like, ah, oh, that fuck. These are the worst cans to get. The, uh, I like hated yeah. Diet Pepsi. But um, of course, yeah. Rick Oli's on Diet Pepsi. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, have you seen like the collection on a container that, big, that they have yeah, for yeah. it? It opens um, up. It's so cool. Uh, yeah, uh, Star Wars Aggie ended up getting one. Whoa, sick! Yeah, yeah I, Isaac got one. I got to add that to my um. Well, I asked my, him. I was like, "Did you search. get the gold Yoda can?" And he's like, "There's a gold Yoda can." I was like, "How did you I not thought know it came there was? with it? Wasn't it like oh. in the center?" No, apparently okay. not. And interesting. It just shows that these young kids don't know anything <laughs> because he didn't know it came with the gold Yoda can. He didn't know that was a thing, dude. I mean, 
all the other, the fast food restaurants too, you know, the KFC, the Taco Bell and the Pizza Hut, and they all had their own cups. Yeah, like the toppers. The toppers. Man, there's, talk about merchandise. Bangers. Um, so anyways, yeah, we got we to gotta clock that in. Um, so what, what do we got? Number two, what, what year are we going to here, Kevin? We're going to 2002. Oh, let me, let me see. Let me see if I can guess. 2002. Ooh, 2002. Um, Varsity Blues. That's a summer blockbuster for kids? I don't know. Oh, I know what you're going to say. But uh, yeah, I, I see it now. I'll, I'll May, let you go ahead. May the 3rd, 2002. The first real superhero movie hit the screen. Or let me rephrase that. The first Marvel superhero movie done by Sony. That being everyone's favorite neighborhood Spider-Man. That was when Tobey Maguire hit the screen with Willem Dafoe as the Green Goblin. And that movie was huge. And it it may not have had the merch to go with it, but when you got Nickelback singing the main song, you got everything you need to be a powerhouse movie, man. Was it uh, this photograph? No, it's they one. say that a hero oh. can save us. That's what it was, man. Dude. Ugh. Old Nickelback. Um, yeah, yeah dude, Chad that Kruger. was. Yeah, um, Toby McGuire. He, I mean, he had. He was what? What was uh, that? Uh, Pleasantville. I think that kind of where it was like the black and white movie that you know he was like a he gets stuck in a like a Leave It to Beaver kind of like world. Have you ever seen that one? I, I certainly have not. No clue. Yeah. Um, I feel like he was kind of an unknown actor too, right? And that just added to the excitement of that uh that movie it's not like they you know that's a christian slater's you know someone that was probably you know kind of hot at that that time but uh yeah dude i'm i'm down with a little toby um i don't really have much memories uh pretty sure i saw that in the theater but um definitely wasn't something that i went like you know over and over again um i might have not really been uh the, the the Marvel game in 2002. Uh, I, I, that's a little bit. I would have been like really into music at that time. But uh, number two, we got Star Wars again. So we got Attack of the Clones. Spider Man did 400 million, by the way, that summer. Um, Austin Powers Gold member. I love gold and uh, signs. And that, like that, that's more a more of a memorable movie. To me, summer wise, and uh, then Spider Man. That was, I mean, seeing Joaquin Phoenix, that was like right. his breakout role, I feel like. Move, children, vamanos, vamanos. One yeah. of my favorite lines ever. Dude, oh, yeah, yeah. And then he, what, what was like, he grabs his, uh, yeah, swing away. Yeah, get the baseball. Mar- yeah. It's a, it's a I mean, really cool story, too. It's a classic M. Night, you know, uh, um, movie. And, uh, yeah, that was, that was definitely like, when I'm, when I think blockbuster, I think about like it, you're, you're hearing it from all angles. You're hearing it from your fucking parents. You're hearing it from the people at work, you know. And um, that one with the, excuse me, just uh, the the uh, how great that film was. Um, yeah, definitely have that. Okay, so let me get going. Number two on mine, we're going to uh, what year is this? We're going to 1994. Okay, this is featuring a fucking juggernaut actor. He's got a Netflix. 
special out right now. I'm excited to watch it. Um, we're talking about the governor, the ex-governor of California, Arnold Schwarzenegger in True Lies. Oh, yeah. This, you know, there's there's fucking nothing better than an action blockbuster movie. I mean, th- there's 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 movies that are are like like you said, Titanic, um, Chandler's List, like Notebook, massive, you know, other genre movies, but like they just don't they, they don't invoke that like stain power that a fucking badass action blockbuster does. And and seeing this, I mean, Arnold was at the height of his game. It, it was a couple years after um, Key Two, which you know he's that that you know that's arguably you know he's at the pinnacle of his you know acting he's freaking hot right right there right and that movie man uh, just with the amount of like that you're immersed in this cia uh world I, I i love you know plots like that you got fucking scream queen jamie lee curtis doing that like very Sec- sexy but awkward striptease um everything about that movie is, is badass it was so relevant at the time too with terrorism and uh it was um it was fucking great man um and that was a movie that was you know saw with the whole family you know like you're not just seeing it with your friends you're seeing it with your friends after you see it with your family because it was right, so good sure. you yeah, know yeah so um, do you got, do you got any, did you go see that one in the, in the theater? Do you remember? I was too young to be able to see that one. So dude. And, uh, the, the, the classic Tom Arnold, like get lost dipshit, get lost dipshit. <laughs> you yeah. know, and he, he shoots, he shoots at fucking Bill Paxson, RIP. I mean, Bill, Bill Paxson's a fucking beast. Um, but, uh, yeah, dude, there, there, there's some good fucking movies in that one as well. Um, or that year, other bangers, Forrest Gump. I mean, that that's, that's a that year. That's a that's a big year. The Lion King. Oh Flintstone, wow. wow! Flintstones at number four. I mean, it 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 did it did better than Speed and The Mask. That's surprising. That's wild. That's wild. <laughs> Very wild. And then coming the John in, John Goodman Flintstones. Yeah. What? I know, 129 million, and there it, it's saying true lies at 130, barely beat okay. out old old Barney Rubble and uh, and Fred Flintstone there. Um, okay, so what 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 do you got, man? So I I was thinking, no oh boy, I wanted, that's dangerous. I wanted to do I wanted to do the easy thing. I'd be like, okay, well, Jurassic Park was obviously the big thing that changed everything for everyone. I was like, eh, you know, everyone played with dinosaurs and all that stuff. I, don't, I didn't want to go that route. And then I started thinking a little more edgy. And I thought about Gladiator because that was a big one. Yeah. And, you Absolutely. know, really, I remember seeing that when I was in seventh grade. And that was like one of the first real R-rated movies I'd seen. I'm like, okay. But Dave, here we go. I'm going back to 1996 for number one. Because it is this movie that set the course for a franchise that's getting ready to kick off this weekend, Mission Impossible, the original, because Dead Reckoning is getting ready to launch this weekend. And for some reason, the Mission Impossible franchise has been 
pretty damn successful ever since 1996 with Ethan Hunt, Tom Cruise, all that stuff. And I'll never forget like how whack it was in the first one when the guy gets crushed by the elevator. That that like still like messed me up, like thinking like that's how the dude died. And there was yeah. a lot of weird deaths in that one, you know, watching this as a kid, like where like he turns around, his hands are all bloody and he falls into like the water and all that. I was like, this is really like messed up to see as a kid. And then that was wild to me, just seeing people rip their faces off and they're different people. And I mean, it, it's mission impossible. And I mean, just the it's, coolest it's the thing better, ever. It's, it's a better, it's James Bond, but it's, it's more yeah. action. James Bond, but more action. It's a great way to put it. And just like the, the hovering over the floor, you know, type of thing. I mean, that was so cool. So to me, I feel like that mission impossible one, 1996 is the summer blockbuster for me that really defined my childhood. Yeah, man, that's a, that's a good one. Would you consider that, uh, like a slept on franchise when they, it comes to action in the, the, not anymore, but the middle of the franchise, like mission impossible, like ghost protocol and all that, th those yeah, weren't yeah. great. Um, but, and I didn't, I thought mission impossible two and three were terrible for what it's worth, but they really started to find their stride and they they got some big hitters in this next one um especially in the last one they got henry cavill to be in that um you know they got uh you've seen the stunt of him jumping off i mean and that's the thing is when the people found out that tom kept doing all of his own stuff all real yeah the and they're like okay menace. i respect this dude and that whole thing where he base jumps essentially off the motorcycle for this new film i mean this dude's wild and uh, I don't think it's slept on, but it's gained popularity. And this it's going to be massive this year for sure. Um, can we go down a brief rabbit hole about Tom Cruise? Um, so have you heard like a theory about why he, he does his, his stunts like, and, and how he's so like falls out with them. I've heard a bunch of different things, but, uh, is this have anything to do with, uh, his failed marriage Sign to Katie Holmes? Um, stuff. Yeah, the Scientology basically that the that he believes that he, he he's almost invincible, right? He, and, okay. uh, and he just can't die. So okay, like, <laughs> that's why he's just so he's so open to doing these because he's like, yeah, like I'm I'm not gonna die. All I'm, right, we'll I'm, go off, I'm in, I'm in so, so yeah, I'm I'm in soul control. Like that's just how um he is his, his belief is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh wow! Um, yes, yeah, sounds like a tight guy. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I'm not the biggest. I mean, I love Simon Pegg. Um, I'm not the biggest uh, Mission Impossible guy. Uh, I do like it more than Jason Bourne series, though. Sure, I never could uh, get into the. I, I like the memes. Jesus Christ, it's Jason Bourne. Dude, that's about all I can get into. Know, man, yeah, love love that. Um, all right, man. So do I got my last one here? Or do you got yes, one sir, more after this? Up. Okay. You're up. All right. So I was thinking about throwing in Dark Knight. That was a fucking massive one, right? Yeah, I mean, sure. that we both would have been at a perfect age for that one. Yeah. I mean, I was in my 20s at that point, though. Yeah. I mean, that that that's a, you know, you're going to the movies like every weekend, you know, and you, so you're very much locked in uh, for you know, kind of our age bracket there, but we're going in 1998 for me. And so this is a year before 
uh, Star Wars. There's some there's some big movies. I mean, this is the year Godzilla came out. The fucking the amazing the the this the CGI on that Godzilla. Yeah. Oh, I mean, just we're talking. <laughs> I mean, but but the hype for that was real. That was um I I do remember you know mad hype for Godzilla. I was working at the movie theater then. Um, I think I even put together the the standees for the Godzilla movie. We also got Deep Impact. And this this is one I, I feel like we were getting twos. We were getting bug movies. We were getting two, uh, you know, animal Congo uh, type movies. You know, Anaconda. We're getting, you know, two of everything. And uh, so we got Deep Impact. And then we... Before that, or I, I believe they came out at the same time. Yeah, same, same summer, uh, Armageddon. And uh, wow, I think that was 98. 98. And crazy. I mean, I tried rewatching Deep Impact uh, this year and I, I, I maybe got halfway through. It, does, hmm. it did not hold up for me. Armageddon, I haven't seen that in a while either, but I'd be more confident that holds up uh as you know better than the the deep impact did but yeah dude that that movie um the cast the soundtrack i mean you're yeah, an aerosmith say, guy like yeah, let's that's go, like baby. spider-man they they not only got nickelback they got aerosmith instead and and you know this is all you know fucking before you know the, the incept early days of the internet and uh the music industry was still putting you know doing mad you know collaborations with movies you know so if you got the fucking end credits song you know for a movie like this oh, yeah, and it's sure. good i mean i'd be interested to see what the um numbers were on like uh hits uh for for that because that was on every fucking radio station all the time that that that, that song fucking is just as iconic as the movie is and um Again, you're getting immersed in the fucking oil riggers. Like, right. <laughs> I, I, I love that shit. I love when you can focus on some subculture, uh, you know, th- that, that'll go in a, a letterbox um, uh, talk here, but a uh, big, uh, another subculture kind of exploration that I just totally dig. But yeah, Armageddon was a shit, man. Um, did you end up seeing that one? Of course, the theater. Yeah. yeah, of course, for sure. Is, is that probably when you're like, fuck yeah, man. Like, dude, I, I, Aerosmith is pretty tight. Or were you cool? You were always in the Aerosmith. Yeah, my, cause my family, my family yeah. were always big rock, uh, classic rock people. So, and, um, yeah, the dude, there, there's something. Yeah, summer blockbusters and, uh, like the, from Thanksgiving to like Christmas, uh, movie releases those hold the best memories right oh 100 because it's just something i think what you just said spending time with the family and watching them with the family that's what makes it a blockbuster and um my theater my main theater the one that i ended up working at um on fridays during the summer in the lobby they would host um an actual you know uh authenticated picture uh type um you know, autograph eight by 10 selling, uh, vendor. And I got, uh, that's where I got my first Han Solo, um, Harrison Ford autograph. And oh, I, I remember that? my, my sister at the time, my sister's boyfriend, who is like a real 
fucking sleaze bag. Um, he was super cool to me, but I, I didn't know it at the time, but he was like a super shithead. But like, I loved him because he was he was so fucking cool to me. Um, we went three of us went to see a movie. I can't remember what it was, but I was like, oh, man, this Harrison Ford picture is so cool. And he's like, hey, hey, buddy, I'll buy it for you. And I was like, oh, thanks. And How um, about that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, something about summers, uh, man, and going to the movies, you know, if you're able to do a drive through, I mean, that's the shit too, man. I, I, I just, yeah, going to see a movie in the summers, hundred percent different than fucking streaming a movie from your couch in the summer. I mean, come on, it you hits different. It hits different, baby. Top shelf. Um, all right, man. Uh, did did you got any honorable mentions, or should we just uh cruise along here? Yeah, I said cruise along. I told you the ones I thought were the honorable mentions, so I think we can put a nice lid on that one. Yeah. Okay, man. Well, um, we're we're running a little long, so I, I'll uh, I'll just kind of um pump or uh, kind of promote our our post segment that we'll have next week. We're we're gonna start throwing out some toy dive stuff, so we're gonna get a, a little bit back to our uh, our roots here and um. Do a little bit more toy talk. Ne- next episode, we're going to do a kind of deep dive on power wheels, <laughs> power cycles. So Hell that's yeah. going to, and it's exciting. I didn't think that this was going to be that exciting, but Kevin shared a picture of something that he Courtesy found. His, the flea market. There you go, baby. And nep- nephew, you, you had the you had, uh, nephew, good luck. And um, yeah. we won't spoil it, but um, he kind of got the, the gears going with uh you know the both of us thinking of what we could do and uh yeah so we're going down um th- those uh lines in relation to um movie properties and shows and whatnot so that'll be a good one but let's wrap it up with letterbox score we've seen some good shit we see some bad shit there's there's been maybe good maybe bad we're gonna find out in a minute but let's let's both We've both seen Indiana Jones. And this is going to be, I already know we're, we're both landing here. And this is going to be so typical for the typical nerd talk. But Kevin, let's go um, trash or treasure on three, okay? Sure. Ready? One, One two, two, three. three. Treasure. <laughs> See, there we go. I knew it. Um, I, I, I'll kick it off real quick. I enjoyed it simply for the fact that if I was going kind of formula based for me with my Indiana Jones um, relationship, and it had what was, you can't deny that it wasn't an Indiana Jones movie. Um, sure, there was probably. Five too many chase sequences, uh, you know, s- spoiler alert, um, light spoiler alert. But yeah, I mean, there's that's a little excessive that, I, you know, maybe didn't go anywhere. But man, the first 30 minutes was just, you know, that was fucking I, I could have been fine after that. And I felt like the ending could have been a little bit better, but. Uh, right before the ending, that whole part that I'm sure you can uh, understand what I'm talking about, I, I, I dug the creativity and kind of making it all full circle. So I enjoyed it. Took the whole family. Hopefully they will have a core experience like we just talked about 
with movies that we saw in the summer that kind of find us. And I certainly think I did because this is when we're leaving. Connor goes, Dad, this was the first Indiana Jones movie I've ever seen in movie theater. And he was fucking excited. And a couple of days later, I was like, hey, so which one's your favorite Indiana Jones? And he said this one. So, you know, maybe in 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 30 years when he has a podcast, you know, maybe that's what he'll talk about uh, on some of his shit. But that that's that's what I'll say about that. But um, let, let, I'm curious. Yeah. Tell me tell me your thoughts on it. Well, I, I can't go. I won't go spoilers for those that haven't seen it. It's only been out a couple of weeks, but you had mentioned that you liked the first 30 minutes. I don't think it's a spoiler to know that there is a flashback in this. And that's the first 30 minutes. The reason that you like it is because it's the old Indiana Jones. After that, it yeah. ceases to be Indiana Jones. And that's with some of my issues. And I'm just yeah. so tired of the trope of the hero that we grew up with going through the hard times and, you know, being depressed and all that. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm done with that. We, we've done that. It failed miserably with Luke Skywalker. It did not hit me with Indiana Jones. Let, let's we're done with that. Stop. We can, Maverick, once again, going back to Top Gun, shows that you can be a good veteran character that can still be just changed, still be pessimistic, but still add something to the next generation. That's where I see like they missed that. And the biggest thing is that the thing about Indiana Jones is that he is a treasure hunter of actual relics. Back with the original Indiana Jones, including Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, those were actual relics that they went after. The Ark of the Covenant the uh the, the the holy grail the crystal skull all that stuff you can't just make up a relic for the narration and the storytelling and to me that and the dial of destiny is not a real thing okay so that was my issue and i think even spielberg or lucas even mentioned that in one of his uh when they were talking about indiana he's like the thing that makes indiana who he is is because these are there's a tie to historical artifacts and that's what makes yeah. it special so for that that took me out because they made a plot device as the MacGuffin, essentially. Yeah. Um, there, Sorry, so there was rained on your there, there was your nothing factual about um, even you know the the, the characters involved. Um, Sorry, like from that um, age, I guess. No, so I don't want. We're, we're talking time travel if for yeah, those of people yeah. who don't know and hopefully people know that there's always been like some type of chrono time travel type thing there's always yeah. been those rumors of those type okay of devices so it, they kind of just explored off of that sure yeah but there's never been any actual historical evidence of yeah. some i mean i think the chrono visor which is like the, the thing that the vatican held to where they were able to look back into time by right, right. Off radio signals that's kind of like the closest you could get i suppose um to this concept but time travels are so difficult to be able to pull off unless your name is marty mcfly um yeah. for me do, do, do you feel like there's a little bit of saturation with the the, the whole that whole you know device you know uh time travel i mean uh, with, well, yeah, with uh, you know, dcu mcu like even with endgame like, the whole point is that you know I feel like even Endgame like made fun of the idea that you know once you when they try to explain it you're like you know when you change the past you can't feel making the future because if then it becomes your past I was like Mark Ruffalo you're not making sense right now and so the the easiest way to describe time travel to me was 
back to the future you know if you can have your that's version, like a th- that that's a it makes uh, sense to me that yeah. i i resonated with that and so if you change an event back then it negatively affects or positively affects the future that you go back to it's like a linear thing there's not all these like bazillion yeah. different type of uh frac- fractured timelines it, right. it's the timelines that really makes these things hard to understand time travel is okay concept but the timelines and meshing all those things that's in multiverses then it gets crazy yeah they they should have hired Bob Gale and, smart enough and, and, and Zemeckis and they could they could have explained uh you know the intricacies with uh you know time travel um but uh yeah man uh back back to indie though I mean and back to what we talked about with you know money like fuck like Obviously, they have to hand off. They have to do a, a, a soft transition or a handshake to the next. You know, who's going to carry the, the 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 you know hypothetical Indiana Jones torch? And you know that they need. We need to, to hang up the whip on that franchise. We need to, we need to hang up the whip. But like, you know, from a business standpoint, they're not going to hang up the whip. There's going to be another Indiana Jones type movie. You know, and it will probably continue starting... to fail, probably because yeah, they it, are not. They're mismanaging the thing, man. Yeah, it's um, it, it's rough. What was again? I enjoyed it. Like um, I I, and I'm I glad enjoyed you did. it. I'm glad your kids did for sure. Yeah, it, it's um, I I'm liked it a lot better asshole. than I, I I liked it a lot better than um uh King uh, Crystal Skull, and that's got my boy uh, Shy in it, you know. And uh, but what um, what I. What really kind of frustrated me, though, was I I had so much realistic, um, realistically high expectations, and I say that because guess who fucking directed it? Or guess who directed it? Right, James Mangold. Right? What did he, what did he do that you and I both fucking love? And it was around a very iconic character that had an even longer you know, screen comic book, book, you know, lifespan than Indiana Jones. And that's Wolverine. And he gave him a fucking swan song. He did it perfect in, for Logan. In Logan. And it was perfect. And um, Logan is, uh, was a Sony release, right? But he also did some Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. He, pro- he probably got a lot of... um. Isn't it funny he, the stuff that is attached to Kathleen Kennedy when he's messing with it doesn't yeah. turn out as well as it needs to be? So right. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, yeah. So very disappointing that way because if 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 they wanted to like pin it and look, they still managed to bring back Wolverine. Boom. You know, and they they could have probably gave Indy a a, a better send off there. Sure. So, you know, yeah. and and not have to have 45 minutes of just bullshit. You know, they, they get me in Did there you and see edit. that this one was about 30 minutes longer than any other Indiana Jones movie. I did not, but that's not surprising at all. It was, it was insanely long. And I mean, thank God there was a lot of action, but it was, it, there was a lot of unnecessary action, you know, that just didn't really feel like it moved the story, you know, forward at all. But okay. Well, do we want to talk about anything that you did like? And maybe I didn't like, and then we can uh, we can call our sure badass episode. I'm having a great yeah. time. I, I hope everyone listening is uh, enjoying this banter or typical nerd talk. So I you I told my trash. You showed your treasure. Let me tell you my treasure 
and you can tell me you're trash. Okay, if, deal. If that works, it, it will. Yep. It will put a lid. So I went back to the archives because I I love like kind of watching old trailers on the internet and kind of seeing what the original trailer was of a movie. Yeah. And I went back and I watched the trailer for the town and you know the oh, Ben Affleck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I. I forgot Jeremy just Renner. How damn yeah. good it is. Like it's acted perfectly. The story is perfect. The pacing is perfect. The tension is perfect. The Everything. tension's unreal, man. Yeah, it's it's incredible. And you like are like at the end kind of rooting for them to get away with yeah. all this money and murder people, but the, the town is a masterpiece. Once again, Ben Affleck doing what he does. And I honestly think he's sometimes a better director than he is an actor. And he absolutely destroyed. Um, and he, he directed the awesome. town as well, Correct. right? Yep. Correct. Fuck, that and man. Argo. Yeah. Hit that and Argo. Argo's but, amazing. Yeah, for real. Ar I almost watched it again the other day. Ar Argo is so fucking good. Um, true story. Uh, <laughs> dude, fucking solid call. I, I, I use that. Uh, there, there's like, you know, a gif or meme or whatever of the, the scene where he's like, hey, yeah, I need your help. Uh, you know, you can't ask any questions. Uh, we're gonna go hurt some people, and he's like, "Who's call we taking?" Yeah, exactly. It's like that. That's I send that to you know producer Matt all the time. Um, yeah, great movie. There's just so many good sound bites in that. Yeah, like uh, I, I love the, like the one little man. It's like sounds like fucking bullshit. You know, that's a classic. Um, it's so good. Their accents are just yeah. amazing. Yeah, looks like you got sprung for some toony pussy. Like, yeah, yeah, the tuning pits pussy. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit. Uh, okay. Well, um, I'm gonna. No, I don't have too much to shit over. I, I, I've had a pretty. I've been pretty fortunate with the the content that I've seen lately. So, I, I, you're not, you're not gonna get negative, Dave, uh, Nancy over here. You know. So, okay, I, I, okay. I'm just gonna wrap it up with Black Mirror, the new season of Black Mirror. Oh and, yes, um, I saw all those. So. One episode in particular, Rock Henry. I don't want to say much about it um, because I didn't know much about it. And then I saw Did it. Did you and like I was, that one or didn't like that one? I loved that one. See, that's um, the one that Amy loved and I hated. Okay. Uh, that's crazy. About the, the documentary uh, making yes. folks. Yep. Yeah. I, I was like, I kind of I felt like with that one, you you kind of had an idea of what was going on going to happen. At least I did, like pretty soon. You know, did when you they just started, like it because there was a bunch of VHS tapes in it. I, I I yeah, I was like, okay, I'm biased, first of all. Like I, I know this is like made for me. And it's funny, I've for had sure. like I had like six people reach out to me. It's like, oh, oh you see fucking Lock Henry yet? You gotta see that. So um, yeah, it was I was a mark for it for sure. So um yeah, it, it's it's what fucking black. It's a little it's a little different than my kind of what I perceive as Black Mirror being from like seasons one and two. Like, I feel like the episodes that I saw, they like fucked me up. Like, there's there's some there's some like gnarly ones that you, sure, just get you sure. thinking days and days, and you know you're in a shitty mood after. So this this wasn't like that. Um, this was just entertaining and maybe i'm just you know more and more a psychopath lately but uh yeah so you didn't like that one and 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 amy did hey she did bam um so how are you feeling about the season overall 
I, I, I think there was five episodes. We watched them all in two days. Um, they were exceptional. Uh, the one I liked the best was the first one with all the cameos in it. You uh, know, got uh, Joan is awful, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, what was it called? Anna's awful or Amy? Jo- jo- Joan is awful. Joan is awful. Joan is awful. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, Michael Sarah. Yeah, Michael Sarah, Salma Hayek. I mean, it, yeah. it was great. I loved yeah. that one. And Amy, the idea, like right? Yeah, it was the it was a crazy concept because when you realize that the levels what yeah what you're doing like is getting ready yeah. to be played on TV you're like oh shit I got to turn this off I'm like oh no and yeah because you know what's coming because you saw yeah. them interact already so that yeah. that's that was pretty wild to me I like that one um I'm trying to think of some of the uh I really had no idea where it was going I don't want to spoil it um the one about crazy the paparazzi. Day. A crazy yeah. day, yep. About Dude, the yeah, that, and all that, that stuff. That one was wild. That that was. Uh, I was like, "Who's this directed by M Night?" Like, yeah. you know, that 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 was that was a fun one. Um, uh, yeah, I, I haven't seen the other two. I, I believe, but I, yeah, those... I think Devil Seventy Nine or whatever. Uh, Amy really liked that one. I also didn't. That was probably my bottom. Lock Henry and Devil Seventy Nine, probably my bottom two. Okay, um, but it. If you like nostalgia, uh, Devil Seventy Nine is very cool because oh, sick, and all that yeah, stuff. yeah, all, all into that. Then okay, well, and, obviously, and um, that's it for our Letterboxd uh, talk. And if you're following us on on Letterboxd on our uh, on our um individual account, in there I've not been locked in in a couple weeks. Uh, my, mine's uh, you know, Order Sixty Six Junkie, and uh, you, are you uh, just Kiko Clucks on it as well? Yeah, I am. That is me. And um, what I'm kind of doing over there is uh, every month I'm doing a, a, a theme, and uh, July's theme is big twist movies. Any big twist movies come to mind that you uh, you know you, you you dig? I'll I'll rattle off the ones that I are gotcha. th- that I have featured. Uh, I got the Usual Suspects. I mean Kevin Spacey when he does that fucking straightens out his strut at the at the end of the movie. I mean that. that that's storytelling. That's amazing. Old boy fucked me up. Uh, the original old old boy, not the uh, Josh Brolin one. Um, and then uh, our boy M Night, uh, the the village. Um, Classic. That one, you know, and I was at the right age too. That one fucking got me so good. I I mean, my jaw was on the floor on, on that one. So. Dude, I yeah, there's I, I feel like th- those are you know are pretty that they can go with summer blockbusters pretty good, man. Like, you know, the signs wasn't really a you know a, a big twist, but uh yeah, man. Any any big twist movies, you know, before we get out of here? I definitely would have to think about it. Yeah, you need it's to watch a one hour photo because there is a twist okay. in that. So please watch one hour photo. Awesome, man. Well, any any final thoughts uh from the typical nerd uh talk uh podcast here kevin uh, once again thank you everyone for being here with us i think we absolutely slayed this episode you got to hear some a lot of cool stories a lot of good and getting jokes. back in the swing of things yeah back in the swing of things so i am really hype about the deep toy dives that we're going to get into next time so dave great tease on that and uh shout out to my little nephew callan who helped make this possible oh yeah shout out nephew all right. Well, uh, that's uh, that's it from us, and uh, we we will uh, 
see everyone or uh it will be entering you know your your speaker airwaves or you know uh soon shortly hey m maybe even we'll get going on the video i i feel like our video is our video game we probably is do need to make a make a comeback for that especially with these killer killer backgrounds we got going if if, if you want to see us uh you know uh actually you know in on video shoot us a dm and say we we want uh we want dick pics or something like that. <laughs> let 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 us know. You guys want to see us? Uh, uh, you know, if it's streaming live, would be fun again. That the the stream yards were a, a lot of fun. So maybe we'll the do something like that oyster, soon, man. People, let's go. All right, we are out of here. <laughs>